Hello, and welcome to the Podcast Project, where great minds think differently. Today, we're going to be talking about a healthy diet. I think a healthy diet is very important in the tweenhood and teenhood and beyond, but especially in tween and teenhood, so that you build up healthy habits for the future. I think that um, we should all have a healthier diet. So the first thing that I think we should explain is our diets. So for me, I'm a swimmer, so I kind of need a lot of protein, which I do not get. I probably eat about 10% protein, and I eat a lot of carbs. Where do you get your protein from? Protein bars, and a little bit from meat. So, yeah. And then I eat a little bit of sugar, and then fruits and vegetables. I would say I actually have a relatively balanced diet for being a teenager, besides the fact that I am a vegetarian, so I don't eat meat. A lot of people are scared of people not eating meat when they're teenagers because you're doing a lot of growing when you're a teenager, and a lot of people believe that with lack of protein, it's going to stunt your growth. But I think there's other ways to get protein. Like, protein doesn't always come from meat, but I can't not eat meat. I'm a total meat person. My diet is uh, mostly McDonald's. And for lunch every day, I either don't eat lunch because I forgot to make lunch, or I eat a turkey sandwich. So I don't remember the last time I ate a vegetable. (laughs) Well, I do remember that I have eaten a vegetable, just I don't know when it was. So I do eat vegetables when I go to like friends' houses or restaurants because, you know, it's easily accessible. So I think one thing that's important about food is that you learn to make your food and not be lazy and just eat what's available. You need to learn how to make good food for yourself. And going off what Emmy is saying, building good habits of what you're eating is not just choosing good things to eat, it's also purchasing good things to eat. Any kind of fruits and vegetables, really. No, go to your local farmer's market if you want good vegetables and fruit and other good stuff. Farmer's markets are actually pretty great places to go because you can really get to know your vendor that you get your food from. Like, I know when I go to my local farmer's market, we get our fruit from the same lady every single week. So, it's, it's, I think it's important to know where your food is coming from and know what kind of food you're really eating. You can also have a good idea of where your food is coming from. Like Emmy said, you know exactly who you're getting it from. But you can also, most of the time, guarantee that from the person that you ask, because they've grown it themselves, you can trust that they have probably not used any kind of GMOs or anything bad that could potentially harm or try to preserve the food. Another thing about diets is try to find a certain balance and also, like, Find something that you know you're going to enjoy. For example, I don't really like blueberries that much, so I won't eat them straight up. But I really, really like acai bowls, and those happen to have blueberries in it, so I'm still getting a good source of fruits and vegetables by eating that acai bowl because I get the blueberries that I wouldn't have otherwise. And the other thing to recognize about a diet is a diet is not super low carbs or super high protein or super low this or that it's just a balance a healthy balance and it it can't be too much or too little of one thing the other thing that um i want to point out about a diet is most teenagers they get really conscious 
their weight or how they look. So they diet for that reason, maybe to lose weight, but that's like not a good reason to diet. And like for Sage, she's a vegetarian, but I like, she didn't just become vegetarian because she needed to lose weight, which she does. Something that's really important is that you have like this, like we've been saying this whole time, a balance. And if you want to lose weight, you would change to something that's more healthy, reduce fats and sugars, because although those are critical to your diet, they can also be seen as unhealthy. So another reason that I think this is particularly for Sage, why she does it is, and she's a vegetarian, is because of the animals and that's like a good reason to do it because a lot of animals are dying because we eat them which isn't good yeah that's definitely part of the reasons that i don't like the idea of how animals are raised and treated but if you eat meat i don't judge you and i feel like that it's your decision of what you eat and nobody can judge you for what you do eat and not only you can change that but another thing is that you can't always be sure of how healthy the meat is and also i'm trying to figure out more reliable sources for the future and honestly meat just doesn't seem like one of those things that originally pops in my head and i think it's okay to eat meat but in the right amounts you can't just go all out on meat and then completely skip over fruits and vegetables like i do because you know i'm smart and so it's important to understand the balance balance is everything moderation is everything and so for instance i was researching grasshopper meat and some people are like, ugh, grasshopper meat, bugs, disgusting. Well, actually, if they're raised right, you know, if they're nice and clean, it's not that bad. And actually, there's more protein in grasshopper meat than there is in that same amount of beef. Along with this, grasshopper meat uses a lot less resources. So if you get it the right way, it can be really great for you. So I'm not against meat entirely, but I think it's important to, you know, know what, why you're doing it and other things about what your food is. Honestly, I completely agree with that. I mean, I think that grasshopper meat is a great way to get it. If I wish it was also more accessible, but I feel like a lot of people have belief against certain things or like where the food comes from. And a lot of people have an initial thought that grasshoppers may seem gross, but honestly, I would eat a grasshopper before I ate beef because I feel like that that's one, it's healthier for you. And two, it's much better for our environment. And three, I don't care about grasshoppers. Another point that I want to bring up is that I don't eat a lot of meat. So honestly, I was considering becoming vegetarian because I feel like it's a lot better for our planet. And like, even for just a short time, like consider dieting. So even if you only do it for a week or a month or like, one week every month or something like that it's still like way better for our planet so people do your research on what you're doing don't just pick up some crazy train diet that you found in a youtube video or something that your friend told you really do your research on what you're going to diet about and also the kinds of food you're going to be eating also ask your doctor if you want to diet like let's say you want to become vegetarian or even vegan or let's say you want to have more protein in your diet you should always ask your doctor or some kind of health physician about whether that would be a good choice for you. Now, me and Emmy are going to interview Sage about her dieting choice. So Sage, I understand that you don't eat a lot of meat. In fact, you don't eat any meat. So where does your protein come from? 
That is a really great question. And honestly, you have to really stay in contact with your doctor about where you can get good protein from. But that was one of the reasons why I didn't go vegan is because a lot, some of the protein that I get comes from dairy, such as cheese and milks. But there's also a lot of other great places you can get your protein from. For example, um, instead of milk, I drink soy milk. It's not that I don't drink milk because I don't like cow milk or where it comes from. I don't, but I just have a preference for soy milk and I've been drinking it ever since I was younger. So it's just like what I prefer. So I drink soy milk kind of a lot and it's not only like as in my cereal or in like with a dish, but there's also a lot of other great places you can get your protein from. For example, um, instead of milk, I drink soy milk. It's not that I don't drink milk because I don't like cow milk or where it comes from, I don't, but I just have a preference for soy milk and I've been drinking it ever since I was younger, so it's just like what I prefer. So I drink soy milk kind of a lot and it's not only like as in my cereal or in like with a dish, but also I put it in smoothies and all kinds of things that adds protein to it. I also get protein from things like peanut butter and there's even a lot of protein in fruits and vegetables that you can get. So I have another question. Like, do you think that the amount of protein that you're getting and everything without meat is still the same? And like, from your source of proteins, do you have to eat like beans and stuff or all that? Actually, I would say that I'm getting enough protein for my diet as I would if I wasn't to eat meat. But I do alter my diet, but it's now it's a part of my diet, so it doesn't feel like I'm going out of my way to eat something that I don't want to eat. So, do you recommend people to go vegetarian or vegan? Um, I would only tell people to go vegetarian or vegan if they truly want to. I would never pressure somebody into going vegetarian or vegan. If your doctor tells you, then I would tell you to do it. But you don't have to go straight out vegetarian or vegan. There's different steps that you can take. Like, for example, my mother used to be Presbyterian, which means you have small amounts of fish in your diet if you like fish. Or there's also another term that, of which I cannot remember off the top of my head. That means you eat, that you're pretty much vegetarian, but you eat meat in small portions occasionally. And I think that these can be a little bit less or even just as much so as it is to not eat meat at all. So, yeah, I know for a fact that Sage would never, ever pressure somebody Although she does, like, have an opinion or preference of not eating meat, she would never tell someone, oh, you shouldn't eat meat, go vegetarian, do all this stuff. I mean, she's talked about it, and she has her opinion, but if we ever say anything about it, she's like, okay, I wouldn't do that, but you can do that if you want. It's, I think of it kind of as a you-do-you kind of thing, like... I'll do my thing, you do your thing, and we'll get along. Because, you know, it's it's not a pressure thing. You don't have to do this diet just because your friend is doing it or your coworker is doing it. Like, you ha you gotta, you when it comes to dieting, I think you should do your own thing or what your doctor or other people recommend. And I just don't like it when people tell you not to eat meat or they tell you what to do, because honestly, I feel like that drives people away from your message. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people are stereotyped into, is that people want you to do this and people want you to do that. But you really should do only what you want to do, or else it's just not good. So, I think it was in the intro, Emmy said that we are going to make sure that this is something that will help the community. So, for this one, for me personally, 
I think that this podcast will help our community to see other people's perspectives on dieting and how you should feel like if you want to diet or not and don't feel pressured to diet from other people. And if you are that kind of person that pressures other people to mimic your diet or pressures other people to do this diet, we ask you to stop because it's not helping that much. And we want you to understand that you shouldn't be pressured to diet unless it's from your doctor or other reputable sources. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned something new. And now it's time for random music segment. Unofficial outro music! Meow 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 me